Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Let's take a quick break. You know what's one of my favorite things to do post-dancing rehearsal? Not going to lie, it's putting on some sweatpants immediately and having a drink. You all know I love a glass of wine or two, but I also like to switch it up. So lately, Jason and I have been making a little cocktail at night using Rum Haven. Rumhaven believes Mother Nature did things right, so it's crafted using real coconut water and not using artificial preservatives or flavorings. It is so incredibly refreshing. I mentioned I like to add it to a cocktail, but it's also actually great over ice with a splash of club soda. It tastes like I'm on vacation, sitting on an island somewhere far, far away which is without a doubt a great feeling, especially during these crazy times. So make sure to follow at Rumhaven on Instagram because they post all types of these seasonal recipes. They do giveaways and tips. Plus, when you go to discover.rumhaven.com, you can find their latest blogs, quizzes, and any promotions they have going on. On one of their latest blog posts, they actually have some tips about planning your virtual watch party, which is pretty perfect since everyone's favorite reality shows back on Tuesdays. Be sure to have a little virtual drink with me, sip some rum haven, maybe even while you're listening to the pod. Let me know what you think. Welcome everybody to another Raw recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I am your host, John Roca, recovering from an awesome, awesome Raw that I really enjoyed. Share shots for everybody. <laughs> My lady is back, son. The boss. Uh, so much to talk about here. And also, a fantastic weekend of wrestling. Joined, as always, uh, by the CEO and editor-in-chief of Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Sad. How are you, brother man? I'm doing all right. I'm tired. Yeah, man. <sighs> so a lot of wrestling. A lot son. of wrestling this weekend. And I went to a show on Friday, too. I went to the GCW show oh, on yeah, Friday. Oh, yeah, I saw that. 
Maybe so. someday I'll get an invite to that. I'd like to go. You can go. One They're not, time. This wasn't fr- I went with my girlfriend. Is it free? I'm sorry. I went out on a date with my girlfriend to a wrestling show. No, it's okay. I could take it for now. Uh, but down the road. I, I, when I only have two tickets, my girlfriend does take precedent over all my friends. I apologize. I don't know. Erica snarks sometimes. I don't know. I think it'd be better. No, just joking. <laughs> no, she it, does get snarky sometimes. She's hilarious. No, for sure. Um, so, no, that show was great. Yeah. Uh, that, that kicked off the weekend. Those GCW shows... They get a lot of shit on the internet. Do uh, they really? Well, why? From, from a certain. And by the way, tell people with GCWs, uh, LA people. Uh, well, it's not an LA. It's not an LA thing. Okay. It's, uh, it's an in, uh, it's an indie independent promotion. Okay. Uh, they're the ones who keep doing the Invisible Man stuff that you've probably seen on oh, Twitter. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, they're the ones who do that, or they're the the, the Joey Janela Spring Break shows that have kind of become a big deal, uh, yeah. WrestleMania weekend and stuff like that. So um, they've been kind of. Um, they've been getting bigger and bigger, yeah. uh, and, and and even out here, you know, their first show uh, was in a was in a small venue, sure, you know. Sure. Uh, the second one was a lot bigger, yep. And this one was like a primo venue. It like, looked like ECW, like back in the Hammersmith. Honestly, it had that Hammerstein. vibe. Honestly, they're slowly getting like I'm not going to say they're ECW, obviously, no, 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 but they're getting but they're, there. But, you know, with the way the landscape is is taking shape in wrestling right now and we're kind of having two major companies again. Yeah, um, like where one, well, at least it seems that we the, the jury's out still, obviously, but right. where it looks like we're maybe heading towards that way. Um, GCW would certainly be what you would kind of would, would, would classify as like the growing version of ECW mm-hmm. in the very early you know days of ECW yeah. um, because they just do outlandish stuff but they just they know the wrestling fan base very well at least the hardcore fan yeah, base yeah. I wouldn't say the mainstream as much but the hardcore fan base yeah. they know them they know what they want they know the stuff they dig yeah. um, and even the the Invisible Man stuff it gets a lot of shit on the internet but you know from from fans who think that it's you know, uh, like the, the Jim Cornettes. Well, Ryan, not just fans. Yeah, Jim exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was an interesting thing to. And if you're watching Jim, put down the tennis racket he's and not, calm down. He's not watching. Uh, this. But like this, this idea that was hilarious to me. This idea of being offended by the invisible, calling it sticky well, stuff. At, I, I don't get it because to me, it's like what wrestling has some regal, noble background of stuff. Not, it's professional wrestling. We've done ludicrous things throughout the history of professional wrestling. Even in the main federations, the top. Companies have always done crazy while, while he was working stuff. there. That he, yeah, while he was on working, creative, probably. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I find. Some of these older guys. And look, you you compare it to ECW. The ECW people were getting destroyed by the old school uh, 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 intelligentsia, for lack of a better term, of uh, pro wrestling when they were building. So that's when I think if you're getting insulted by the old dogs, you're doing the right thing. And so you know, with the Jim Cornette thing, you know, I. I, I think I even said it on here once or Wrestling Street yeah, Radio yeah. that like I, you know I really am trying to be more open minded to like people uh, to other people's opinions yeah, so I don't course. be like oh you're wrong asshole like right. I'm really trying my best so I was truly wondering because to me you know with the way wrestling has evolved to me it feels like to me it feels like you know everyone knows it's, it, it's a work you know yeah, yeah. everyone's in on it yep, you know yep. so to me it's it's just like music or or, or theater or wherever where you can there can be different genres. Like, there can be different rules for different things, you know? There are different rules in different TV universes or movie universes. You know, I saw The Rock in the Fast and the Furious franchise or the Hobbs and Shaw thing pull a helicopter from a chain in the air to attach it to something, to a car. So, like, that movie universe, it's ridiculous. And that's why, you know, when I was talking about it here and I was laughing at it with you and Frosty was saying, like, come on, the rules in that universe is different. And, it's, and that's kind of how I feel here is that, like, 
with the way wrestling is starting to go, um, to me, I feel like there are different rules within each company. Like, you know, quote unquote rules, you know, mm -hmm. like the, the things that have been established. And within GCW, look, I know it's really silly. Really silly. Yeah, but it's also but fun. It's fun. Yeah. And two, they're, it's... And two, I would say it's just they established this through, like, a whole thing. It wasn't just, like, all of a sudden they were invisible. Well, there, there was the Invisible Man, but they've really, like, they've gone and, like, formed a whole thing mm -hmm. out of it. We've got a family and a brother, and he died and came back. Like, it's a whole thing now, you know? And, like, The Undertaker was goofy as hell, too, when it came out. And now it's one of this, like, one of these beloved things. So yeah. I just, I was just trying, I was genuinely trying to see I what know. he thought about the 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 universe idea of like each company can do these things if they've established them and stuff and, and it did not go well as everyone saw on Twitter yeah, if yesterday. You, if you haven't been on Twitter yet you can follow us between him and Jim Cornette. Cornette just looks, he just likes to fight. He's just an I old I feel like I handled it well. You did, you did. I, I, I thought you, you asked him his opinion. You want to have a conversation. I when tried. He, when he got brutal you kind of gave Gave it back to him because, as a man, you have to defend yourself yeah, I was when you're saying, attacked. I can't be a bitch. Like. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think Cornette's one of those old guys. He just loves to battle. He picks fights with all these people, and he has a history of it. And that's how he also gets clicks and ratings. And so, how it's much true. of that is this, is really his well, feelings? How much of that is to get attention for himself? Well, even Matt Jackson from the Young Bucks replied. Yeah. You know, they they notoriously have a whole thing with Cornette, yeah. and even he replied that Cornette came up to him at, at them at yeah. a at a convention or signing or something, and was like, "Hey, we got the best angle going in wrestling." Everyone thinks we've got real heat, and they yeah. were like, we do, type thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, and the reality is Jim was never that big of a deal. I hate to break it to you. I know I, from decades of watching wrestling, he was always like that bat, that redheaded stepchild just out of the avenue of Vince and all these other people. Even when he was a manager, there was always Heenan. There was always Freddie Blassie. There was always a, even Harvey Whippleman. I think that's about comparable to where Cornette was when people looked at him as a manager. Now, when he went on and ran Federations, great. But he was, he's never been that kind of... I'd even put Jeff Jarrett above him, well, and I don't like Jeff Jarrett that much, so. <laughs> It's funny, I thought I, I did laugh at the whole like you're trying to become famous off of me thing. I was like, come on, Fuck like, out of here. come on, and, then, real son. and also like his whole thing about saying to me about like, oh, you're part of that whole generation of basically implying like fans, yeah, that don't know TV, what they're talking about, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. into the business. And it's like, black box you were a fan that just said. got into the business yeah. too. You didn't yeah. wrestle, you were a manager, and then you work behind the scenes. Like, exactly. I don't understand why you talk to someone and say that, oh, I'm trying, you can't be smartened up. I tried to have you smart me yep. up, and you were an asshole. Yeah. You fucking old. Well, he now you, now you, sorry. Can, you don't have to do that. Sorry. No. You don't have to punch down. Don't sorry, punch down. Sorry. You're on the ascendancy. He's on the descendancy. There's no need to punch <sighs> sorry, down. Sorry, maybe mad. Sorry. Anyway, let's move on to. So, yeah. real best. The GCW show was super fun. The, 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 I, I really enjoyed it. Super, super fun. If you didn't watch it, uh, I would say for me as a fan, like of wrestling, it was the best GCW show I've seen in a while. Wow. The, the matches in general were just all really fun. It wasn't a bunch of deathmatch stuff. The main event, yes, the main event was a deathmatch, and it was terrifying. Uh, <laughs> but the rest of it was not deathmatch stuff. It was just like a good wrestling show. So yeah. go check that out if you can. I yeah. like the stuff that GCW is doing. Uh, NXT. NXT was... Okay, here's the deal. I'm not done with the Gargano uh, uh, Adam Cole matches. I'm in the second fall right now. You haven't gotten to the third I fall? I haven't gotten to the cage coming down, which is the best part. But yeah, I listen, it's like when I, the match starts. I had my one year anniversary with my girlfriend this weekend. She planned our entire weekend. So I saw the things. I, had, I thank you. I had to sneak. I had to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning, the last two mornings, to try to watch uh, both Smack, both uh, SummerSlam and uh, uh, the other one. And I have to deal with my girlfriend calling it lady porn every time she walks in the room and there's ladies fighting my baby. She goes, my baby and his lady porn. I'm like, it's not 
any porn. Yeah. These are athletes. So it's just funny. You stuff. just put on real porn at five in the morning and see <laughs> yeah, what she says that's then. Right? Yeah, that's right. Like, probably, this is lady porn. She'd probably like that more. <laughs> um, uh, but but like but this was uh, look. This entire card was so much fun. Takeover rarely disappoints. Rarely disappoints. And the 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 matches were so much fun to watch. The Baszler match was good. But my favorite overall because I haven't finished the Gargano. I can say right now is the EO uh, and Candice LeRae match. That was fantastic. And EO turning heel has done such great work with that. Uh, without question, the match of the night. Yeah, uh, no question. I loved the Gargano match. The it was good. It was great. The, the Gargano Adam Cole yeah. match. Uh, but Io Shirai and Candice, they had like to me it was reminiscent of the old like Sasha Banks NXT. Bailey kind Great of match. Point. Not Sasha versus Bailey necessarily, but right. like that era where it was like a whoa. Yeah. Like those two people just turned it out, you know? And I think that Shayna wrestles a very specific style. Yeah. And I actually I, I'm a huge fan of it. I, I mm-hmm. really like Shayna. But it's definitely a more dominant style. Yeah. Uh, and it's not as showy. It's a slower paced style. It is. It's, it's a more uh, it's like technical. Wrestling. Yeah, more yeah technical. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she trained in that style. Yeah. You know, like that's that's what she does best. That's what she does best. Yep. Exactly. So I, and I enjoy it because it is different than what you see. Yep. Um, but I, you know, with uh, Sasha and Bailey and Charlotte uh, back in that era and, and, and Becky, you know, I always felt like when you'd see any any even Oscar to, to a certain degree, you know, where mm-hmm. like when you'd see the matches, each one always felt like it was like, whoa. Yeah. I've never seen the women do that. Like, whoa. You know, that yeah. was like the whole thing. That was why they became a big deal. It was like, whoa, I've never seen the women do that. Right. You know? Right. And while Shayna does have that, it's not, it's not, Shayna's style is not a wowing style. Yeah, it's more like, damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly, what it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> ah. Exactly. Right. So, I, 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 it, to me, it was very reminiscent of one of those kind of style, one of those kinds of matches. Because yeah. we don't normally get two, match, two women's matches on the TakeOver shows. No, right. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, the fact that, we got one that was a little different than Shannon's. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Candice, you could tell, wanted to show that she should have been on these takeovers all along. Yep. And she did. I think that, you know, Hell you yeah. knew she was going to lose going into it. Of course, it, of course. But she did such a good job of making you think that she was going to win at certain points. I was so invested in that match. I loved every minute of it. Um, Io Shirai's new heel vibe with the new gear. Get her up to everything. the It's great. It's fantastic. She's so good. Yeah, she's so good. God damn, she's um, good. Her facial expressions, yeah. everything. Um, and Candace is so good at like getting the crowd behind mm-hmm. her. Um, so yeah, loved that match. And Candace takes the bumps. God damn, Candace takes the bumps. I mean, the one on the table with her back right off the bat, like right off the bat. I was like, oh my god. And then her ju- jumping out through the middle rope to do the the DDT hurricane or whatever that was. DDT, that was, yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. So both of them just, but Candace, because Candace looks like, you know, like a, like a, oh, a little bit of a wave because she's thinner and you worry if she can take those hits and she takes them all and keeps coming for more. So all respect and love to Candace. And of course, Io as well. well Io rather. Yeah. Well, I think it did the perfect job of showcasing two things. EO's new mean streak yeah, yeah, yeah. and Candace's tenacity. Yep. That Candace fights. Yep. That no matter what, Candace fights until the very end, you know, and, and, and never gives up. And, I, and even if she lost, mm-hmm. she fights till the end. Um, and so that I think was really um, was something I liked. Yeah. I did feel like all the finishes that take over were a little weak. Like okay. even that match, the way it ended, I didn't love the finish. Was it a bit clumsy? Not clumsy. It was just kind of out of nowhere. Okay, it was like okay. in like a. And not like in an exciting out of nowhere way. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, that was the end. That was a really good match. That's how it ended. Right. That was, 
one very nitpicky complaint, obviously. Uh, but I love the tag match. Um, yeah. I loved the the three way match. The Velveteen Dreams oh, mounty yeah. entrance was so was was so perfect. Yep. Um, and then, well, I don't want to spoil the Gargano yeah, stuff for fine. you. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. No, no. Just don't. I don't. I don't mind. I know who won, so it doesn't matter. Okay. It was really good. Yeah. Okay. It was really good. Um, honestly, I felt like the two. I, I felt like the two out of three falls thing wasn't needed in my opinion yeah. i don't feel like those other two falls really added anything extra no, it was all just to get to that it was all just to get yeah. to the weapons cage yeah, you know just you could have just started with the weapons cage and everyone would have been totally cool with it match. i just had a long weapons yeah, match yeah, yeah. you know this long weapons cage match or yeah. whatever um and you know there i i the, the one of the things that's the most uh complained about part of the match mm. well, people uh that they see keep glomming onto and i know because i tweeted one of the videos and i've seen all the stupid retweets quote tweets of it but uh is you know how adam cole does that panama sunrise yeah, yeah. move where he like jumps off the middle rope and then he lands for like that he lands in like a pile driver position and flips over for the destroyer um, so he did that two times, one from the top rope oh. and one from the, from high up a ladder. But all the like, but, but actually is of the world are, are quote, we're quote tweeting of like, well, that literally adds nothing extra. If anything, it makes it harder for you to do the move. If you do that, because you're jumping from higher oh. and you're stopping short and then having to so jump. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, so these are the people who couldn't even jump off the lower rope to try that move telling you the physics of whether that move is better or worse from the positioning. <laughs> calm down. That's calm how I, down. I... I mean, we're not using those words. That is how I felt about the situation. Yeah. I was like, calm down. I tell you what, if you're going to quote tweet that bitch about it, you better post a video of you doing it in a better way, and then I'll believe Just you. jumping from the yeah, top rope. Yeah, just jumping from the top rope and trying to do anything. It was really cool, though. And then... The fi- can I tell you, you want to yeah, yeah, know what the Do you want to know what the finish yeah, is? Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Ah, oh, just watch it. It was right, good. Fine. It was good. You it was good. It. That's, that's your it was idea. good. Fine. I liked it. Good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, the finish was crazy. It, okay. was, it was definitely, you go like, ah. But yeah, okay. it, good stuff. Uh, let's uh, get to, let's Summer switch SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. switch okay. SummerSlam. Right. The Fiend. Yeah, that's the talk of the night. I mean, that was incredible. There were shades of, obviously, the. Uh, this is an interesting line they're walking, Ryan, because b- he is not walking away from the old Bray Wyatt stuff, necessarily, um, but he's incorporating a new a new approach to it, and I and he seems to so far be hitting all the right notes with the fans. Uh-huh. Uh, and so kudos to Bray for doing this. And you, I know you tweeted about like stuff he'd been working on maybe since 2015. 2011. 2011. Sorry, where he both. had this it was both. idea. It was both. You're right, both times. Well, the 2011 video. I, I posted. I tweeted a video yesterday from 2011 yeah. where it was after the Husky Harris stuff, and he mm-hmm. went back to FCW to try and find a new gimmick. Right. And he then. He comes. He, he was. He comes out, and it's his first time trying out this new gimmick at an FCW show, and uh, it's the name Axel Mulligan is what he came out to. But he's got like a Slipknot yeah. looking mask, which this mask is very Slipknotty. The Fiend. Yeah. Um. It's clearly uh, along those lines, you know. So this one's like a more metal Slipknot mask, like from the older days. Uh, metal mask. Uh, came out as Axel Mulligan. The music was very much had a very like similar like riffs of like hard kind of stuff um he did the same kind of like weird walk to the ring kind of thing and then he comes in and and he wrestled he's sitting in the corner like laying in the corner and then he does like his thing in the match his finisher was a was a stunner oh okay that was funny he did actually a really good stunner i was like damn (laughs) not surprised got a good stunner um and then in 2015 it was when bray wyatt already debuted 
And I guess they did this thing called Superstar Ghost Stories. Oh. Where wrestlers were talking about oh, ghost stories. Like, yeah. times they had seen ghosts. Mm-hmm. And Bray Wyatt's... I never, I don't, I didn't remember it, but Bray Wyatt's was a trip, and he basically, it's early on into his run in WWE. I want to yeah. say in 2015, it sounds like it'll be early on in his run. But anyways, he's talking about how he and his brothers, um, you know, grew up in the swamps or whatever, and then they moved in. With, you know, Abigail said she was going to protect them, so they moved in with Abigail in this cabin in the woods, in the swamps or whatever. And Abigail always said that there was a man in the woods that we needed to avoid at all costs um and that he had yellow uh eyes and and long yellow hair and which is the yellow eyes the fiend has the yellow hair long yellow hairs the the yellow eyes and yellow hair and that you must avoid him at all costs and long story he gets to the point where he he goes to the woods he gets interested he goes out into the woods and he find he he does run into the ghost in the woods or the man in the woods or something like that I think he had lost like a toy, and he was trying to find it. And he and the, and the man in the woods is holding the toy, and he gets scared, and he takes the toy, and he runs back, or something like that. And right. he's all scared, and he runs back to Abigail and apologizes and says, uh, "I saw the man in the woods. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And uh, you know, I'm so, I won't ever happen again." She says, "Don't you know, the man in the woods is you." You are the man in the woods. And you go, wait, so Bray was talking about the Fiend stuff in 2015. Like, that's the character building that Bray Wyatt has. Uh, To bring it all around, though, dude, that was one of the coolest presentations of a character I've seen in WWE in a really long time. Like, Finn had something like that in NXT. I feel like the the demon hasn't been quite as cool in the main roster as it was in NXT because in NXT they did it differently the way it like he didn't want to bring it out. Right. Um, And and the way the Fiend the way the entire presentation played out was so cool. Like so cool so metal and and that lantern. Yeah the lantern with the the mouth. His face his old face with the mouth open and the hair. I thought that was incredible. And the eyes are stitched up too. Yeah. Like there's stitches over the eyes so they keep him closed so he can't be he he uh he can't look, open his eyes. This is once again a little still the Bray Wyatt stuff. The lantern is still there. All that it's interesting. The fans are all bring out the 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 um lights on their phones. All of it is just there. It I, works. I, I I had said to Jamie because I, I watched this Jamie's mm. house and Right before Bray came out, I said, I hope he doesn't have, like, a lantern still and, like, or whatever. And then when he, like, when they showed the sh- first shot of the lantern, it was Bray Wyatt's head. I looked at Jamie, and I was like, oh, shit, that <laughs> is so awesome. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Uh, and just, you're right. Because the fact that they kept so many elements of the old character, mm. like, the, well, I know they can't make the fans do it but you knew it was gonna happen yeah especially when they heard the music when yep. it was a revamped version of his old theme and you're like oh sick like this is like a metal version of new like metal yep. like harder version of his old theme that's so cool yeah and and just like you know what you talked about just like the refresh factor of things and like I honestly believe this might go down as one of the best character refreshes of all time. Like, Sting's probably yeah. number oh, one. Oh, absolutely. Because he was already on top, yeah, yeah, goes yeah. away, comes back as this dark character. Right, right. And he had all his time on top. Um, Hogan, too. Hogan, Hogan Hollywood, too. Hollywood true. Hogan is an incredible True, change. you're right. You're right. True that. I mean, true that. Me, so, he went from cheesy to badass I said one overnight. of, not V. But no, no, I know you. Yeah, yeah. I know you so I'm trying to think of the others. Yeah. Yeah, true. There's Hogan and many. Sting. There's not that many. Hogan, really Sting. 
Undertaker when he became American Badass for a while. Does that not count? No, a lot of people don't like that he became. A lot of people really don't like the American Badass thing. They they because it was Taker, they went along with it. But in retrospect, a lot of people don't like that American Badass mm. thing. Uh, because they because that. it just kind of undercut what Taker was. I think you just didn't like that. No, I'm so, telling you. So you're just saying a lot of things. I was alive when it was happening. I was alive <laughs> when it was happening? You were five. Um, no, no way. I remember when that happened, dude. It was the coolest when the Kid Rock he music out, started. Yeah, but he first came out to Limp Biscuit. Don't forget. No, Kid Rock was first. Was Kid Rock first? Yeah, because it was... And then Rolling, Rolling. I think yeah, it was Kid Rock no, first. No, it was Kid Rock all first. Right, all right. They used Rolling at WrestleMania Because it was like, they had those little girls and the dresses. And then it was like... Are you scared? Yeah, no, it was okay. Right. Undertaker was Kid Rock first, because okay. uh, that was the whole thing. It was like ah, yeah, the American. That's how they got it over. It was right, like the right, whole song right. was American Badass. That's true. Um, I wonder if they don't play those. I, if they don't have the rights to use that song on the network, I haven't gone Probably back not. and looked. I don't think I've because I went back it. and watched SummerSlam '98 this weekend mm-hmm. and which I don't know why I watched more wrestling when I was about to watch so much wrestling, but I, I got hyped on it. And all the Highway to Hell stuff is taken out and the ICP theme song for the oh, oddities. Oh, it's in They just cut yep. them all out entirely. I was like, oh, it sucks. Um, so, but, sorry, yep. to, not to get sidetracked because we have a yep. lot to discuss. Uh, I thought everything about the theme was cool too inside the ring. Like, yeah. honestly, the whole time he was on screen, they did this really cool job of making it look like a horror movie. Yeah. From the lights afterwards and the... And yeah. like him turning around all sketchy um, with the lighting and yeah. everything. Such a fantastic job of of presenting the fiend to the audience. Yep. yep. Agreed. And that snapping the neck. Oh yeah, that, that he was did on scary as hell. And also his conflict within himself. Yeah. Which I like. There's a nice new element to this, and this is going to take a lot of effort from Bray to make this feel authentic and make this work because there he has walked into a minefield and i by this i mean the best kind of minefield you can walk into which is you've created an incredible character you've tied him to your past your most recent past but now fans are like okay what are you going to do next once you raise the bar people want you to keep raising the bar and so we'll see who he fights because obviously the, i don't think the i think the battle thing like you say is going to take the break yep. so someone's got to step in Who's going to be just as uh, tough for, for Bray? Well, that's why last night, and I, it's one of the only tweets that was a lot of people didn't agree with last mm. night, was I felt like it was a big mistake to not have something with Bray Wyatt on the show on Raw last night. Oh, I hear what you're saying, and I get your point of view, but I also understand why people think it's good to just let it sit, let it marinate a little bit. And I get to, yeah. I, I didn't really mean The Fiend necessarily. Oh, just like a Firefly Funhouse. They should have had some kind of Firefly Funhouse where it was Bray Wyatt being like, I tried to tell them, Abby, they right. didn't want to listen. Maybe like... Uh, I, uh, 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 I don't know, what do you call it? Like a, a doll of uh, Finn's head yeah. on a plate. A little white underwear sitting yeah, there. Something, so, something, know. Yeah. You know, or just him being like, I tried to tell them. Yeah. Like, they didn't want to see the fiend. I told them, like, they should have let me in. Yeah. Let me in. And then, like, just something. Just one tiny thing to be like this. To, to, because it was the biggest talking. It was yeah. the biggest talking point coming out of SummerSlam. So I feel like it should have had something even a recap and i never want recaps more recaps yeah, they on didn't raw recap they didn't on recap raw. it yep. nothing and it's it was true. what everybody was talking about yeah. after SummerSlam. so to me that was a mistake but like you said i also uh, after seeing all the replies to yeah, it yeah. i get what people are saying as well in terms of like not wanting to um oversaturate you know the, the fiend or whatever the or, or too much night, show too. was very full yeah um so i get it i get yeah. it um I like, uh, can we jump to another? Yes. I, 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 
I know I'm, I'm kind of bearing the lead here, but I really enjoyed the Rollins-Lesnar match. I did not. Ooh, fantastic. I did not anticipate that I would like this match. I thought I'd be on my phone through most of it. Absolutely not. It was incredible. Great, great chemistry between these guys. And um, it was believable. And the way it all worked out. And fans went along with, with uh, uh, Rollins being able to flip out of these attempts to do the uh, suplexes on him, the German suplexes on him. And I thought that was brilliant. Yep. Uh, all of it worked and pushed the story between them uh, in the ring uh, further and further to the point that when he finally got that victory, it was believable. I know fans are like, well, then why did he get the money in the bank? That's the whole point is he's a villain. He's a villain. So now Rollins gets put over and Lesnar gets to do other things and that will come back as well. And now you've created a real rivalry. Both men have beaten each other for the belt. That's important. And you've made Seth Rollins a believable lead main eventer exactly. of the show. Exactly. If you want to have him as the figurehead, you have to have him put on a very competitive match of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And that was what they did. And I felt like... It was probably one of the best Seth Rollins matches in a long time, mm -hmm. especially as like a singles face wrestler. Absolutely, um, I felt like, and also, you know what? People love giving Brock Lesnar shit, but Brock Lesnar puts on good matches. I'm he sorry. does. When he wants to, dude can put on a dope match. Certainly better than the Goldberg match. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, like I predicted, if it was going to come out and be some stupid fucking jackhammer and everything, it was going to be a waste of time, and it was a waste of time. I think they did more damage to Dolph than they then uh then if he had just fought him and lost to have him keep asking for Goldberg to come back into the ring was a massive mistake i'm i'm, I'm, I'm sorry i'm taking no a, no it's okay i'm taking a tangent here but i got i don't want to remove, remove what we were talking about but to me there's the difference there's the difference uh, lesnar always puts on a great or good match he's never not good here's the difference not between those two yeah, yeah. here's the two things to compare Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler and Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Yeah, great. Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Good, good. Legend match. versus current wrestler. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Legend versus young wrestler. Yeah. Charlotte versus Trish Stratus. Trish put in the work. Yep. Trish came in in the best shape of her life, in ring shape, mm -hmm. put on an awesome match yeah. that she not only made her look good, but she made Charlotte look good. Yeah. She made Charlotte look like the top female wrestler in the company. You know, regardless of if she doesn't have a title, she has the title or not, she made her look like someone who was on her level. Yep. And and it, it Charlotte helped her get there. Charlotte carried a lot yeah. of that match. Yes, you could tell. You could tell. You could tell that Trish the timing is still not is not quite hundred percent like it was before, but you know, Trish carried that match. But be, and because and there was Charlotte's at the top of her game, right. you couldn't it wasn't like it was like blaring in your face. You were what? like, great. These two people are working together. Yep. They're killing it. You know, Trish lost, but still came out looking like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, you know, she, the, the crowd was into it, yep. lost absolutely nothing by it. Got to have an awesome farewell yep. if that's the case. Um, and people were legitimately upset that she lost. It, you absolutely. could see it in the crowd. Absolutely. They were so invested in her Which winning. Which only helps Charlotte. Exactly. On the other hand, you have Goldberg versus Dolph, which Goldberg came in. I, I, get, I wanted to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I know you did. But it wasn't there. I mean, he came in, he did exactly what you'd expect. Um, I'm surprised he took as many super kicks as he did, the way that match oh, went right, out. The when beginning? he took the, one from Dolph, the, the, yeah. the two of them from Dolph. Um, it but wasn't... It just. It, this is not how you erase the goal, the Undertaker. But here's the only problem in, in my... Like, yes, we didn't enjoy it. Maybe, like, the hardcore fan didn't enjoy it, right? Right. Um, 
But did you hear that crowd? I know the crowd totally. And they were the, cheering his name yeah, they, like not, they do. They went yeah. insane for yeah. every single spear, which I will say. Yep. He has oh. the best spear in the entire business. Yeah, uh, agreed. Coming, um, coming off the rope and delivering that spear it looks was so powerful. Brutal. It probably hurts like hell. Yeah, and Dolph sells it. Yeah. Uh, Jackhammer, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I love those two moves. Um, but and, and because of that, and that's why the crowd was going insane. You know, I don't know, you know, if Stone Cold, if, if, would we be that mad if Stone Cold, if it was Stone Cold and Stone Cold's match was him not taking any bumps and it was just him doing the stunner two times and coming out? We wouldn't need to be mad because Stone Cold would never agree to do that. Stone Cold knows people come to see him wrestle for a while. It's a good point. Goldberg, no, Goldberg knows his limits, right? True. And they, his thing was always short matches. Yeah, so. short matches was always his thing, which is why the Taker thing stands out like a sore thumb because it went longer, and it's, it basically reinforced what a lot of people's complaints about Goldberg have been since the beginning, that he doesn't have the endurance or the strength or the skills to go for long matches. Yeah. And it's, it's an anomaly that fans who are in the arenas love it. Yeah. Because the rest of us, and I, and I, I was, and it is fun in the arena to watch. Yeah, sure, I'm sure it is. It's, it's, a, it's devastating. Yeah. These moves are devastating. The problem is you don't get classic matches from Goldberg. No. There are there are no classic matches from Goldberg. Well, There's, that's not fair to say. <clears throat> what, what, what classic matches? Well, the one versus from? Hogan, where they sold out the what's it called, the Georgia Dome, I think, oh, or whatever it is. I could be wrong on yeah. the actual place, but you know, the one when he the, the his big fucking match. That's fair. Legendary. I, I'm match. probably biased because because he beat my Hogan. So that's, <laughs> fair. that's fair. I probably that's fair. That's fair. He's got I lots think. of matches, but. He's got lots of matches. He's got lots of legendary matches, too. I, I don't think maybe like not like wrestling classics, but he has yeah. lots of very famous matches. Okay. He's like one of the he was at a time one of the most over wrestlers he was. in the world. I remember his ascendancy. It was insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So. Uh, but I agree. I think that, you know, hit yeah. Trish versus yeah. versus yeah. Charlotte, Miss Goldberg versus. Uh, yeah. And the best part of the Goldberg match, honestly, was watching the watch along and hearing Matt Riddle talk about his interaction with with Goldberg backstage where Goldberg was like. I'm not your bro. <laughs> Go check out that video if you I have it on the bro. site. It's really good. You're next. Uh, Becky was great. The Becky, uh, Natalia, and I didn't expect much from that match. First of all, kudos to WWE for starting the pay-per-view with that match. Yep. That was kind of brilliant. You, had, you immediately got the Toronto crowd into it. But I'm going to say this, and this is the honest. This is on, there were some boos for Natty. There from, were. From the beginning, I was very surprised by that. I think that's the fans saying they, kinda, they respect what Natty did, but they're kind of past it now. And we'll get to Raw when people were like, thank you, Sasha, when she started beating up Natty. So <laughs> I know, I felt so bad that's for the thing. I think you have to kind of accept the situation where you're at, maybe. That was also, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to that. that. But, the, but the match itself was great, and Natty fought a hell of a match. Both of them had really good timing with each other, and the, the submission holds were really well applied in certain moments moments and in certain new unique positions mm. i enjoyed that at all and the victory seemed solid for becky and we're done with it yep agree um, with that yeah uh <laughs> kofi versus randy i was a little bit disappointed in it massively disappointed yeah this the, is the not finish how you was, end this no, thing well i don't i feel like they're prolonging it but they should have just to had what? kofi go over here it's, it's SummerSlam. like but that was where? the big moment Right. Well, to an actual see who finished, like to another pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, what pay-per-view was... though? This is, a, this is one of their marquee pay-per-views. Agreed. What, uh, Survivor Series? Well, Clash of Champions is next, I'm sure. But I agree with you. This is, would have been a marquee moment. This, yeah. this was it. Um, I'm very surprised they didn't have Kofi have a big moment here. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have made all the sense in the world. And to be honest with you, the way the match was paced just didn't make sense. It was nope. like, it just, it never clicked for some reason. And I don't think it was the fault of the performers. Because I think no. if those performers have been told, hey... This the intent of this match is yeah. to make is to give Kofi another big moment. Right. I think they both would have been able to do that very well, and unfortunately that didn't happen. The yeah. RKO 
to Kofi in the air when he jumped off the, the, the top rope was awesome. That though. was awesome, yes. Same with Kofi's son beefing up to Randy Orton. Yeah. I love that, with too. With his fake belt. I love that. Um, yeah, with his fake belt. Uh, AJ versus Ricochet was dope. That was good. Bailey versus Ember was all right. Oh, God, the crowd was dead. Yeah, it was what, pretty no, rough. I don't know what that means. That mean there was they, no, the build was terrible right. in the match. But does that mean they don't care about Bailey as a champion? No, I think it was just a terrible build of the match. Okay. Like, no, there was no reason to care. Okay, if I was Bailey, I'd be concerned after this. Fair. I, because, you know, people have turned, the fans have turned on her before. So this has been a long time to build this back up. I'd be concerned that this is your reaction at a pay-per-view from the fans, so... Um, and everything else, I don't think there was like, too much to discuss before yeah. we get to Raw. We can yeah. maybe if there's oh, well, anything else. Oh, the Iconics else. getting beat again by... So, are they, are they done? Like, are they done? I don't know. Do they we'll end up on commentary now? No, or as calm down. Calm down. I'm just saying. This guy. Fodder. I, you can't be on a one-year losing streak and then, like, anyway, all right. Has it been a year? It's been WrestleMania. Has it been? It feels close. Uh, a months ago. It certainly feels like a year full of losses. All right, so let's move on to Raw now after we've done our... Re- oh, overall, a good SummerSlam. Yeah, I really oh, enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it. And yeah. NXT, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, moving on to WWE Raw. We start off with Rollins, who, of course, as we mentioned, beat uh, Lesnar. He comes out to talk about his match, giving the credit to the fans, really playing it. The fans, no booze. The fans were totally behind Rollins, which hasn't been the case. And Toronto fans... Fans will tell you how they feel, like Philadelphia fans will as well. They'll tell you what, where they feel about you, no problem. And they certainly were behind Rollins. This is really surprising to see. He talks about this because of the match. Yeah, because the match was good. Yeah. Yep. He agreed. B- he put his money where his mouth was. Great point, Ryan. Absolutely. And uh, you know, he says you they can't gave wrestle him the Baron strength. Corbin and then expect to be like. <laughs> I told you guys we have the best wrestling in the world. You know, no offense, Baron Corbin, but that's not what you're going to get. It's not. It's true. It's not what the, what, when you say that what they want to see afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and I like Baron yeah. Corbin now. Um, he entertains the hell out of him. Just saying, like, but he does. He's really he's entertaining. Uh, but you know, I'm just saying, like, this yeah. is the kind of match you need to have. Exactly. Uh, of course, know. of course, of course. Uh, but he's interrupted by AJ who says he can be a better champion than Rollins, and they set up a match for later that night between them. Not for the belt, I don't think. It's just a match. So what do you think about all of this? Oh, it was good. Yep. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, I, I don't think AJ's going to be the next person after all of this, mm-hmm. so I think it was just kind of like a... a it, it, to me, it just seemed like a, a, we need something in the main event, yeah, so yeah, yeah. these are our two most reliable guys. Let's put them in there. I, I enjoy it. I, you know, I, yeah. it, it wasn't bad, and it was a solid follow-up for both of them. Yeah, agreed. I thought so, too. And it sets up a little bit of filler time between before he gets to the next thing, which is probably Lesnar again from what we saw uh, last night. Uh, Street Profits. Is that what you think? Uh, yeah, eventually. I think it will be that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Street Profits are in the back talking about <laughs> homie needs electrolytes and all this kind of jazz. They get interrupted by Sami Zayn of all people who tries to tell him, like, enjoy it now because once you stay here long enough, everything goes away. It's terrible. It's the worst. And you end up like Joe crying about Roman Reigns and his baby. Well, I was, like, shocked. And then Joe comes in and completely, uh, th- you know, demolishes Zayn and challenges him to a match, uh, which we get after we get the announcement of the return of King of the Ring. Holy mackerel, Ryan. King of the Ring is coming back. King Booker and King Harley Race. I think that's a great timing. Yeah. Wait, is Sami Zayn versus Mojo next? Uh, after this. Yeah, after this announcement. Yeah. Do that okay. and I'll all right, wrap all, right. all three together. Sounds good. All right. So, and then Joe comes out, completely demolishes <laughs> <Okay>. Zayn in <laughs> the ring. There, so then Joe cuts a heel promo. That's what I wanted to say. Woo! So, that's why I wanted to wait until you yeah, said that before we discuss all right. the other part. So, it was, I was so confused because at the front of it, I felt like, in that first one, I was like, oh, he, well, okay, cool. Totally a face. We are getting a face turn for yeah. Samoa Joe. He's over here. He's, you know, he's going against the heel. Right. He's, uh, he's, he's 
reangling, as we said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, his, his character a little bit, and 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 then he comes out and he definitely cuts a heel promo after it's over, which means how he, he doesn't care about the crowd. Which means they might have maybe course corrected, and he is going to be the person who's responsible for all this shit happening to Roman Reigns. He is the mastermind of it all, possibly. Because he says, I don't, need to, I don't need an apology from the Reigns. I don't need an apology or apologize to you. I don't, need, I don't need the WWE Universe. I don't need anybody. Like, EO, I don't need a you. <laughs> so, you know, that's possible. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, maybe that is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I think you're thinking that's... No, no, I know. Because they were going face. It felt it's, that way. It's a weird course correct. I'm... Re- <laughs> Yeah, maybe they like I don't know. It's you you could very much be right because it's like it's weird how there was no fo- the only follow up there was at SummerSlam was on the pre-show yeah. when not as many people are watching uh and just Rowan attacking Buddy Murphy real yeah. quick. I don't know. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, that was weird. Weird. Um yeah, I I like the way I, I mean I guess what you're saying makes the most sense so I'll, I'll roll with that. Even though it's an unmotivated turn, we don't know like this seems the more logical possibility doesn't mean i'm right just no totally yeah um it's very possible you're not right no (laughs) uh no i i but i i guess i'll because of that yeah yeah. i don't i don't know exactly what to feel about it yet because it really was like i went oh oh so and then they they uh canceled each other out so Mm -hmm. i don't know king of the ring though pumped i I love when they do king of of the ring the only problem is is that sometimes when you see they're doing king of the ring again you know the the hardcore fan in us goes like yeah king of the ring this thing we love from our childhood and we all get pumped to see a one night tournament uh if that's what it's going to be mm-hmm. sometimes they split it up which is yeah. less cool make it a, yeah yeah they they spread it out which is way less cool when they do that the whole Agreed. fun is watching the one night tournament yep um and, and then i also go like well but then they also just put them in a cliche they just like they make them wear the crown, and they make them wear the cape, and they make them wear the, you know, they hold the scepter around and start acting like a king. I don't necessarily need that either. Like, did Stone Cold do that after he won King of the Ring? No, it just, right. the, it, this just catapulted his career. You know, like, I want this to catapult someone's career in a dope one-night tournament. I think the king stuff that goes with it does make, does almost water down the fun yeah. concept of, like, this being something that just elevates someone for yep. a night yep. you know um so i hope that we're getting a king of the ring without all the king regalia and stuff and that yep. we're just going to get an actual one night tournament because honestly drew mcintyre baron corbin and i'm trying to think of who else is in that tournament of oh, that's a heel maybe strong oh a heel no that three i'm trying to think of like the three top heels those are the two wouldn't joe drew, now be <laughs> maybe but drew mcintyre i definitely don't need drew mcintyre cesaro or oh, yeah. there we go that's the other one drew mcintyre cesaro or, uh, you know, uh, any of those guys to be, like, walking... Or Baron Corbin, to be walking around with, like, a cape for the next four months calling themselves King Baron or something mm-hmm. like that. It's just like, I don't need that You either. know who needs to win it? Our truth needs to win it. That's who needs He's to win it. He's not in it. I know. But he would be perfect to win it. I felt bad for Xavier Woods when he got all excited that he, like, wanted to be in it. He tweeted, like, please put me in this. And then they tweeted out the list, like, shortly after, and he wasn't on it. And I was like, oh. Poor Xavier Wood. They should have put him on there. I know. Uh, Anyway, all right. um, Next up, we'll see what happens with uh, King of the Ring. Looking forward to it. Next up, Miz and Dolph Ziggler uh, do their little thing. Ziggler comes out and he claims that uh, he's medically not cleared to fight. Then Miz 
is a coward for challenging him after he fought uh, Goldberg. But then he attacks Miz from behind. They get into a good match. Miz does his thing, gets the victory. Then Ziggler repeats this thing that he did against Goldberg as well by getting on the mic and calling him out. He comes back, Miz does. It gives him the skull-crushing finale. I don't know what this did. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like you. Yeah. Um, I felt like I, it's just like the... Sorry, I was finishing yeah. that response to one. Just like you, I thought the, goal, the thing was stupid Goldberg. Yeah. Like, where it was, like, kept calling him back in the ring. Like, I didn't understand what that was supposed... What message that was supposed to mm-hmm. deliver, what that was supposed to do for anyone. I don't think it made Dolph look tougher. Just man look dumb. He already lost. Um, yeah. And the same thing here. It was like, what I, I mean, the match was all right, but... At the end of the day, it was like, what are they? What 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 is this thing they're doing with Dolph? They're giving him these yeah. really annoying things. It should have been me. Now right. it's I lost and I want to lose again. It's like I don't I don't get it. The only way I think this works out well is if they keep this going, and the crowd starts to slowly get behind him. That he is that kind of a fighter that he's willing to get back up and get destroyed and keep fighting. So he's the underdog. So then it should have been me becomes a rallying cry when he slowly becomes face down the road. I see the logic of this possibly working out, but it's going to take a lot to get there. And I wonder if they're going to be committed to it to getting there because he has to keep doing this now against everyone he fights when because he's been losing against these people. He has occasionally gotten a victory, but he's been losing mostly. So if he starts to make these challenges, then it starts to become a thing, and then fans start to cheer for him when he gets back up every time to take the finishers from all these people, and then they, then he starts to become a face and maybe gets a shot at the U.S. title or even, God forbid, the, the main strap. I don't know. I feel like I'm so tired from this weekend that <laughs> Roka and I have, like, somehow reversed roles here to where he's trying to, like, find the, the light in something really negative, where he's like, no, 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 here's how it could be good. Well, that's usually my role on this show. Uh, so, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll go with it. I'm saying maybe. No, no, hey. Because if this is the way they're twice going, now, they're you, you stopped Ziggler. me from being mad about being okay. negative about something. So, all right. We'll Good see. Job. We'll see. Let's still hate the Iconics. All right. Becky in the back talks to Chuck. Uh, oh, Char- Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. Not Chuck. But she does call her Chuck about how she'll fight anyone, anywhere. Basically laying the groundwork for what we're going to see a little bit Becky. later. Becky does. Yeah, Becky Lynch in the back. One thing I loved here, and it's something that I've been, it's been happening more increasingly, yep. and I love it, is the wrestlers doing the, like, looking into the yep. camera yep. stuff. It's old school. Yep. But I've hated, hated when they pretend like the camera's not there. Right. Because... That camera is powerful. Mm-hmm. There are millions of people behind it for them. Yep. You know, the, people are going to see that. And when you, when, a, when the right guy can talk into the camera and make you feel like you're right there, it, 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 it right man or woman, excuse yeah. me, I was can make you man. feel like yeah. you're right there, like you're part of it, like you're in it with mm-hmm. them. Then there's even when they shoot up close, kind yeah, of, yeah. it makes you feel like you're. You're there with them, you yeah. know? And this promo was great. Same with Seth's later in the night, the ones where they were up close. Yep. They finally let Becky off, like, the chain. 100%. And all of the weekend at those events, fan events, when she was recording or people were recording her making comments about stuff or doing mini promos, she was killing it. Yep. And this was another mini promo to say, like, I'm waiting for somebody to really step up and come after me and let's do this thing, to be challenged. Well, there was let's talk. Lay in the groundwork. You know, there, there was a promo that Becky did over the weekend. I think it's maybe the one year. Mm-hmm referring to where she went off and mentioned Sasha and stuff like that. Oh yeah. She went after Sasha. Um, There was talk and and made fun of her social media. Good God. Uh, There was talk of, um, of Sasha possibly making an appearance at at, SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, initially I had mentioned here on the show that I had heard 
then I was surprised when they announced Natty because yeah. I had heard there was going to be someone else. I had heard initially that it was going to be Sasha wrestling at SummerSlam. Oh, wow. So they've been working on this for a while. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say it because I just plans do change, yeah, you course. know, sometimes. And there are things that are planned in advance, but I also don't believe she's going to be at SummerSlam. Well, Nash is going to be at Raw. Like, it right. just makes you look silly when you have to, like, keep changing when you say that they're going to be there. So I'd rather just, like, not spoil it anyways because it was a cool surprise. It was. Um, but there was talk of her either, you know, first it was wrestling possibly, and then it was making the, mm-hmm. the post-match appearance. And I think they just decided, like, we got a lot going on. We might as well save it for a big moment yeah, on Raw. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Elias comes out saying this won't be an interrupt, interrupted segment. And then we hear the ricochet noise. They're really leaning into it. They're really into it. I thought for a second his jacket had bullet holes in it, but I don't think that's what it is. Boy, that'd be terrible. Yeah. On so many levels. Yeah. Uh, Ricochet, uh, get, they get in. Elias and Ricochet get into a good, good match. Good. I, th- I thought Ricochet taking that bump through the rope onto the ground. Sweet Mary, Mother well, of God. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, it seems so unnecessary. Testing the limits of your body, I guess. Having a little fun, but it was I mean, crazy. you can see that he. It was. He, he's so good at like turning his body midair. Yeah. That he like went through and still was able to like turn his body in the appropriate way. Like in, the, it looked yeah. unreal when he did it. The way he turned his body. Um, yeah, it was. A, it was. It wasn't a bad match. No. I hated his gear at at oh, the SummerSlam, the Nightwing, the Nightwing stuff. gear. Yeah, just like I don't know. I guess. More, did you like Gargano's Wolverine gear though? Yeah, I did like Gargano's yeah, Wolverine. See, so gear. It's, it's all a matter of how you do it. Well, it's you know why? It's because Gargano's Wolverine gear didn't change his whole look. Right. Took the jacket off afterwards. He was still Johnny Wrestling. Ricochet in a whole bodysuit looked yeah, weird. That does look weird. Um, especially, he's got like the best body in the in, in like all in like entire one of the best bodies in WWE. Why would you hide that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm assuming it's because they want like a toy that's like a Nightwing oh, WWE yeah. toy, whatever. Synergy, uh, synergy, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this match was fun. Yeah, uh, they they definitely you know it wasn't like anything crazy, but it wasn't a bad match at all. I mean both. You know, Ricochet did some cool stuff. Ricochet had some cool flip around, you know, kicks to the face. He did a lot yeah. of cool kicks to the face and, uh, like, you know, kind of like when he jumps near does like inseguries, but a lot of yeah. cool inseguries and stuff. So I liked the match. It was fun. I did too. And speaking of Elias, we should say real quick uh, the, Shane, the Kevin Owens Shane match was fine. Kevin Owens got the yeah, victory. Yeah, it was good. It was good. That's all I can say. Uh, now, the victory, though, here was a little controversial. He, he kind of had his shoulder up, and Corey Graves mentioned it. And even Elias was looking at the ref like, whatever. And the ref's like, I'm, I, I saw what I saw. I'm guessing that's the next feud for the two of them. Yeah. Although. Yeah. I guess later in that he won the 24-7 title, so... Yeah, that may be... There's, there's all kinds of things happening, right? There's all kinds of things happening and crossing over. Uh, let's get to Ray and Andrade. This is interesting. Very interesting. It was supposed to be a 2 out of 3 false match, uh, but Andrade won both of the falls, didn't get to a third one, uh, and decisively so. And they said something in commentary when they were coming down that Andrade and Zelina say they want to be the new face of Latinos in the WWE. I kind of liked that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I thought the matches were great, good, back and forth. I thought the first match, of course, the first fall was a little weird, but that second fall was incredible. And you were shocked that Andrade won, and then in the back when he's talking to, uh, I think it's Charlie, he, he gets emotional saying, I don't know where my career is now. I just have a family to feed, and he starts getting emotional. This is interesting. Where are we going with this? I was wondering the same thing. I really liked it, though. Yeah. You know, I felt like it was something new for Rey Mysterio yeah, to kind of be like the, like, down-on-himself, you know, uh, end-of-the-road wrestler. You don't really look at Rey Mysterio like that because he's been killing it mm-hmm. so much, and he's been so... Uh, revitalized uh, since coming back. So um, I did think that, you know, it was weird, the two or three falls thing. Like, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. But then I go, well, 
But I guess every two out of three falls match usually still goes to three falls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I should like that they did something different. But then I thought to myself, why do Ray like that? Like, why make him lose twice? You can still get the same thing over just having him lose once in a hard-fought match. Um, so it was interesting. I, I, I don't want to say it was bad because I, am, I, I did think it was very interesting. I yeah. felt like, you know, I almost wonder if they found a new way to bring Dominic in. Impossibly. Because he was talking about family. I was going to feed my family, family to feed, all that yeah. kind of thing. So I was wondering if maybe that's why, because this was like how they're going to maybe bring Dominic in. Yep, that's certainly possible. It feels that way to me. I thought that as well. Because mentioning his family, dropping the family, the Dominic storyline had gotten thrown away with the Joe stuff. Multiple times. Multiple times, right. So where no, we, we can't go just do the same exact thing. We've got to think of a new plan. Exactly. So this may be it. The Dominic kind of revitalizes him or brings him back in or even shames him. Maybe. That's, well, see, I, this whole time I had been hoping that it leads to a tag team between the two of them. Yeah. Like, maybe what? If Dominic's not ready, I'm sure he's ready enough to be in a tag team. Like, yeah. come on. Like, you know, they've had green wrestlers in WWE before. He's the, you know, you know, there have been a lot of green wrestlers that have been that, that have been early in their career that have still wrestled in WWE. If it's Dominic Mysterio and he's ta- teaming with Rey Mysterio and he gets six months to a year of experience teaming with his dad there, the Mysterio, yep. the flying Mysterios or whatever, and they're doing their thing or whatever, and then that leads Dominic finally turning on his dad one day because he thinks he's better and they can get Dominic over. It'd be awesome. Yep. I, I haven't seen Dominic wrestle, so maybe I'm wrong, but like... I'm willing to, I'm willing to mm-hmm. see it. So I hope that's where this is going. Maybe this is the return of the LWO with Andrade. I was wondering that, too. <laughs> no, to be honest with you, I was almost wondering if they were maybe going to go heel Ray. Yeah. Because we haven't... Have we ever seen heel Ray in WWE? I don't think... He, I mean... I don't recall if we have. Because LWO was WCW. Could Ray believably be heel at this point? Yes. In this stage of his career as like an LWO type... I think in, in, a, in a heel stable like that. Let me tell you something about Latinos, which you probably know. We can always vacillate face heel depending on the moment <laughs> and do it well. And you don't question us because we can do it well because that's how we live our lives. Ray can absolutely go heel and make it believable with anger, frustration, tears, all of it, and saying like, and go with Andrade and say he showed me the light. The young man, I forgot what it was like, what I needed, that fire, and he's given me that fire. And so all of that is pop. And Zelina managing him. Ray Mysterio being like the godfather, not the pimp godfather, but like the godfather from the movies. Right. Where he's like the Don of uh, of an LWO, where he goes, like, all right, like, you want to be the face of Latino wrestling? Like, I'll make you the face of Latino wrestling. And then he handpicks his little crew, Mm -hmm. where he gets, you know, he takes, uh, you know, Kalisto or Grand Metal League away oh. from from Lucha House Party. All those guys going here would be fantastic. Fantastic, right? All the guys would be like because look at they have been underused in WWE. Yes, the Latinos have been underused in WWE. Yeah. They're all relegated to the same position for the yep. most part. Yep. Uh, you know, Rey Mysterio and Andrade are obviously the exceptions to the rule for the most part, but right. I mean, it would make sense. And you can argue. They're just as physically capable, if not more so, than some of the other people who are getting a little more of the spotlight. And so. you could start it with this thing going, like Ray said, you know, yeah. I am getting to the end of my career. What I, I need to start molding the future. If you can reform the Bullet Club, you can reform a version of the LW. It doesn't have to be LWO. Well, they own LWO, at least. I know. I've seen, you told me the shirts are on the site. <laughs> they don't got to start calling them uh, some... I, I was trying to think of like an OC-like name for some kind of telenovela that I could think of, but... 
Nothing came to mind. Los Soros. All there right, you go. Stone Cold. Stone Cold here is interviewed More by... More Latino than me. Yeah, well, Stone Cold is interviewed uh, by Michael Cole here. Stone Cold with the headphones on. I love it. Stone Cold, can we get you on the show, man? But I'm going to do it on my computer at my house, in my bedroom, in my living room with my headphones on. Shout out to Stone Cold. It's like, I'm going to give you this much. I'm not flying in from L.A. Well, to laughed. Toronto. I, I loved it. I, I loved it, too. Yeah, it was But badass. I did laugh at going like, okay... Stone Cold had every right to be like, I'm just going to be at home. Yeah. Like, thank you for the promotion of my show, but I'm just going to be at home. Yeah. Uh, but, like, USA has offices in Los Angeles. Oh, of course. WWE could have sent out a film crew. They should have had someone just sitting in Stone Cold's living room, uh, you know, doing it that way, as opposed yeah. to, like, hey, Steve, can you call in 10 minutes before you're supposed to be live on Raw yeah, type yeah, yeah. thing? Like, Come on. Yeah. You know, come on. I, I, I was very confused by that. I was like, you can't. His house is easy to find. Yep. He'll, he'll answer the door for you guys. Put, send the film crew. Send, yes. send a camera crew to, to Stone Cold Steve Austin's house. He's Stone Cold freaking Steve Austin. Send a camera crew. <laughs> uh, but he put Rollins over. Big uh, time. Big, and, uh, you know, saying all this stuff, which a lot of old wrestlers don't do. So no, he pretty, gave him the big he, rub. He really did. He really did. I was surprised by that. I mean, I don't know if you watched the Raw Reunion Day of special they did on oh, WWE. No, no. It's fantastic. Okay. Watch it. It's so good. It's literally 30 minutes of Stone Cold being the coolest guy ever, which you already know he is. Well, they showed the picture. I know Nash posted the picture of him and Hogan and Stone Cold and with Scott Hall and stuff, so that was cool. Well, it's like, but it's like Stone Cold being just like so happy to be home, and he's like backstage like hobnobbing with everyone, and then like, you know, he runs into John Cena, and he tells John Cena like how proud he is yeah. of him for everything he's done for the business and then John Cena's like you guys just got that on camera that's awesome you guys got that on camera that just warmed my heart that was one of the coolest things I've seen in a, that's happened to me in a long time like you know and then like there's like also Stone Cold there's like a quick quick moment it might have actually been during the this moment was actually during the Seth Rollins whatever it was called yeah not 365 whatever chronicle um and it's him like they caught a quick moment where it's like Stone Cold in the corner with Seth Rollins like you're right here, but you can get here. This is what you need. And you can see Stone Cold, like, giving him advice mm -hmm. and Seth just being, like, a very good student. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank, thank yeah. you. Thank you. He's like, I think you're there. You're one of the greatest. But you could be even better. And he's like, and you're like, I love Stone Cold. Like, yeah. he's the best. He, he also spills. He brings all the beers to the Raw reunion. And the ones he brought, he accidentally spilled. He brings it, like, his cooler falls, and they all go spilling everywhere. It's great. Watch all of them. They're great. <laughs> All right, moving on. Drew, Drew McIntyre uh, faces Cedric Alexander here. Some incredible moves. So good. From Cedric in this match. Great stuff. But that Claymore off the ropes. Oh. Holy Mary. I don't know how you time that and not get your ass, like, legitimately hurt. Because that would look brutal. So brutal. And also, then in the end. Dude, also the, 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 what's that called? Like, the side effect kind of move where he had him up uh, oh, in, yeah. the, in the, the, what's that? I always... And then spun around, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. We had yeah. him on the top rope, and then he slammed him into a rock bottom type thing. Like the side effect. Yeah. Um, similar to the side effect, at least. Yeah. Um, a lot of good moves here. Because the side effect isn't starting the same way. Mm -hmm. Wrestling nerds are mad at me. They're watching this. <laughs> but, like, you know, you guys know what I mean. Uh, it's making me so mad. What is that move called when you... What, fireman's carry? No, when you have them by the side, and then you throw mm -hmm. them over. Oh, it's early in the morning. There I'm sorry. Uh, anyways... Fantastic. Yep. Moves in the match. I love, love, love that Cedric Alexander is getting this push. To be honest with you, I thought this match should have been on SummerSlam. Yeah. 
It was built up a bunch on Raw. Fair. SummerSlam ended 30 minutes early. This match should not have been saved for Raw. It should have been on SummerSlam. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I think that Drew McIntyre deserved it. Cedric Alexander has been killing it. Uh, to me, this would have been a great match to have included on that show. That's a great point because it could have been a palate cleanser match in yes. between. Because there was no real palate cleanser matches through the whole uh, card on SummerSlam. You could argue Ember and Bailey inadvertently became that, but you could have thrown this match in there kind of as a palate cleanser match, which still would have been a good match to watch if you happened to stay in your seat, but you didn't have to. And yeah. it would have been worth it. Yep. Yeah, but in the end, this was great. Uh, you know, even though yeah. Cedric Alexander didn't win, uh, he is quickly being elevated up the card. Yeah. I, lo I love it. I love, love, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a little OC promo in the back, you mother lovers, and... Uh, this we're, we're, we'll see what happens going down the road with them in the match later on. Then No Way Jose takes on Remember Me, Robert Roode, the glorious one. Who doesn't have the mustache anymore. Nope. Gets the victory, but... I thought this is where we were going to see The Fiend. Oh, or something. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, this is a match no one cares about Good right now. Points. And then it, they actually just had them have a match. Yeah, it's a real match. And I was like, wait, this wasn't like a setup yeah. for something? Like, not even like a 24-7 title thing? Roode could go into the OC, and that would help his career a lot. If they're not going to take Balor. I'm just no, saying. Didn't you see the pre-show? Or Jimmy J. Well, I know they went up and talked to him. And, he and said, then they did the like, yeah, yeah. it's always there. It's yeah. always there. But until he 100% does it, you know, it's still in, It's still not it's, sure. I think it's happening. I think, uh, I, think, I think it's happening. Who's your boy that was his former tag team partner? For Rude, Jim James, what is his James name? Storm? James Storm? Jimmy James. Sorry, James, Storms needs, James Storm needs to come back and save this SOB. They need to sign him and have him come and, like, interrupt one of his matches or watch his matches for a few weeks. And then, like, Rude is like, what do you want? What do you want from me? And James doesn't say a word and walks off for, like, a few weeks. And then eventually James confronts him and says, you ain't what you used to be. I'm here to save you and bring you back. And they become the Cash Money Brothers again, or whatever they were. <laughs> Beer Money. Beer Money Brothers. They were fantastic on TNA when they were there. Yeah, so I, I would love that. I, I've said it a million times. I don't know why they don't. Yep. It's yeah. a shame they don't. Because he would, would be such a... Never would been be, better. No, and it would be such uh, a welcome addition to the yep. tag team division um, because he's just lost right now. He's just mm -hmm. theme music right now, which yep. sucks because he is a talented wrestler. He is. Yeah. It's frustrating. He was great at NXT. And I do think great Finn's joining the club. Huh? I think Finn's joining the club. Okay. I think... Two months away, right. comes back as like... But then he can't get his revenge on The Fiend if The Fiend is heel and he's a heel. So? All right. I'm just saying. All right, let's You want to get your neck snapped again, Finn? Yeah, or, hey, true. he's got the backing of the club now, so he maybe will feel a little more committed Emboldened. to doing it, a little All more right. bold. All right. Maybe, possibly. Uh, we get a little backstage thing with Heyman, uh, Paul Heyman and uh, Charlie. Uh, Heyman says, I can't believe I'm breaking a scoop that you don't have, and then talks about re uh, rematches and whatever, and then storms off. Uh, what do we get out of this? I don't know. I've been wondering if maybe they're trying to tease that Brock's going to go to SmackDown. Yeah. But then you think that, well, if Heyman's running Raw, Heyman's going to want Brock on his Raw. Oh, true. So, I don't know. I yeah. was, I, but it, I get the vibe that maybe he's going to go for the WWE title. Oh, against Kofi. Against Kofi. Wow. We'll see. All right. Uh, the Revival and Lucha Haas Party. Get into it here, and you're like, you don't even get entrances, no. nothing. They just start, and Cole even says, which was really kind of sad. Cole's like, well, you know, the Revival trying to get back in the tag team title picture. And I was like, trying to get back in? They just they, had the belts. They are the tag team title picture. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, literally, and then boom, which really doesn't speak well of you and where you're at in the status in the tag team. The 24-7 stuff breaks out in the middle of your match. In my opinion, that does not look good. It's not good also when there was... Uh, long one of their biggest marquee shows yeah 
And there's no that was a one tag match on the show. That's true. That's a, actually another great point. Absolutely, uh, the twenty four seven title uh, comes out here. The the uh, um, the revival wins it. First co champions. Uh, champions for a few seconds. Callisto comes off the top rope to try to take the belt. Gets a one two count. Gets yanked out of the ring. Our truth jumps on top of him. Pins him one two three. Gets that belt back and then runs away. Uh, and then into the back. And while they're celebrating, as they're sneaking around, Elias hits R-Truth from the back with a guitar, pins him. After after R-Truth says he's a 72-time champion, which I thought was genius. Yeah. And all of this. So uh, now Elias is the 24-champion champion again. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I was actually disappointed we didn't see Mike and Maria last night. Like I felt like they added something Who? to all of this. <laughs> yeah. I felt like they had added stuff to the 24-7 title stuff. Um, I didn't really feel like... Felt like I feel as though the 24-7 title has been one of the highlights of the show. Absolutely. And it really wasn't last night. I felt like it was kind of like, it, was okay. just, it kind of was what it you was kind of, last night. You felt night. it was kind of shoehorned in there? Yeah, kind of. It wasn't really like anything that entertaining. I felt like they did okay. it because they felt like they had to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's possible. We'll see what happens with Elias having the belt now, how R-Truth's going to find a new way to get it back. But Elias has had it before, so there's yeah, nothing new. I just don't care about and Elias being the 24-7 title. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he's going to add anything that fun to it. Nope, not at all. And so you've got to find something else if you're going to do something with it. Because now, when you went through that whole marriage thing with Drake, and Drake is still kind of involved in a small way, um, you got to find something else that's going to be just as funny and just as good with somebody who they haven't been using. They so. just really need to progress Elias' character, too. Yeah, true. They started it, to, and then they just stopped. Yep. yep. The second Roman came back, they just stopped. Yep. Him and the McIntyre seem kind of like stuck in this holding pattern, so we'll see. All right, let's get to the big thing. Natty comes out with her arm in a sling, talks about her fight with Becky, uh, says that she will get her revenge at some point down in the future. Um, says she dreamt about her dad, saying that she did, how proud she he is of her. Uh, and she reminds the crowd that it's been a year since her father passed, which is insane how fast a year can go. Uh, and then Sasha Banks' music hits. We've been waiting for this. As you said earlier, the, there was uh, news possibly that she was going to come earlier. She comes out. The fans go insane for her. <laughs> she comes in. <laughs> Just off the bat. Yeah. Oh, shitty because she interrupted a woman yeah. talking about her, her, dead, her father. dead father her, dead legendary, like, dead her father. legendary dead father and everyone's like yeah shut natty up and you're like oh poor natty i know natty really is in the shorter than the stick right now and <laughs> sasha comes out gives her a hug they both get emotional crying and whatever and then just when you think Sasha's looking for a mic to talk and give her the... She just absolutely destroys Natty and beats her up out into the ring, throws her into the stairs, slams her into the uh, side uh, stuff there. And then uh, I don't know where Becky's music hits. Becky comes down. Sasha beats... Sasha uh, has a back and forth with Becky and then pulls out that steel chair and just starts destroying Becky. And you retweeted that, uh, uh, that uh, video that's going around showing how hard she hit... Uh, uh, Becky with the chairs, which was with the chair, which was insane. Yeah, she clipped her like in the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, you saw that, and Becky's yeah. head completely went right. The funnier part of that is you can see the camera guys doing this. Yeah, <laughs> but this was this is how you come back. This is how you come back, uh, and it was great. She's a natural heel. Thank you, Jesus. This is going to be fun. You also left out one of the key moments. Go ahead. She pulled off the, the purple wig yeah, to reveal the, 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 the new blue wig. The new blue one. The new blue one. Which Lacey didn't like on Twitter, but, uh, but that was great to see her come back. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I feel like Sasha Banks has desperately needed a heel turn. The, the Sasha Banks that changed the game in, in NXT yes, was, was a heel. heel. 
that's where she was the best. Yes. And I know that when she got brought up, she was a heel, but there was also, she got brought up with like six other people at the yeah, same time. They had those Team Bad and all these factions team and, and the submission sorority or whatever, and all these things. Stupid. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't long afterwards, she'd be kind of, she was much more angled to be in a face because she was pumping so much merch and right, stuff. Right. But this is what we've been waiting for. I do not. I didn't need the Sasha Banks that is all friendly to the children and 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 a merch machine. I wanted the Sasha Banks that talks shit to Izzy. You know, yeah. that's the Sasha Banks that people are gonna go that that people need. That's yeah. the Sasha Banks that's gonna be a valuable part of your roster. I think that you know Becky has desperately needed a strong opponent. Mm-hmm. She has. You know, she had Lacey, which was a greener performer. Yep. Good. I liked it, but it was not like she was uh, some, you know, seasoned veteran. Then she did get a seasoned veteran in Natty. Yeah. But also Natty, you know, I love Natty, but Natty is, you know, minus a few times. She's not necessarily putting on these, like, wowing matches. She's just putting on sound, crisp matches that are that are enjoyable. You're not yeah. going to dislike it. Um, but 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 she needs her, you know, if if if... If Becky is this generation's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the yeah. female Steve Austin, she needs her rock. Yep. Everyone needs their 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 their, their, their other opponent. So great. No good for you no good that. face is Absolutely. ever ever going to be remembered as legendary unless they have that other opponent mm-hmm. that, that everyone can remember them against. Yep. And um and so I think that Sasha Banks is that Sasha Banks is. The Rock in that yep. sense. She is very charismatic. She's great at being a bad guy, but people still love her. Yep. Um, so I think that she fits that perfectly. And I think that, you know, she had been doing this whole thing on, on social media where it was like, a, you know, I think it was Kendrick Lamar lyrics uh, about um, a caterpillar yeah, turning into a butterfly. So I liked that, that she worked that in with the hair thing. Mm-hmm. That it was like, you know, metaphoric. And you see it. You yeah. know, she also unveiled to show, like, oh, I'm a new... I've I've shed my cocoon of purple hair. Yeah. I'm now blue-haired Sasha Banks, who's evil. You yeah. know, I'm the boss. That you actually... The boss is, like... It's one of those things where you go, like... Kind of like Robert Roode, Bobby Roode. Yeah. The whole glorious thing worked because it was a heel thing. Yeah. Where he was like, I'm glorious. Right. The boss worked because she was saying, I'm the boss. Yep. Like, and she was trying to let people know, and people didn't like it. The whole Sasha's ratchet, no, she's not. Awesome. All that stuff was great. And the fact they haven't utilized any of that on the main roster is crazy. Yeah. So I think that, man, with the way, you know, the fact that women just made event at WrestleMania, they, Sasha Banks has been needed. I think that people, people love to misinterpret what my tweet about her and I never said the words tantrum. I just explained something that actually happened about yep. her being angry backstage. And she had every right to be angry backstage mm-hmm. because she, from what I've heard, she was promised something yep. and didn't get it. And and she finally got tired of it. And you know what? It works. It fits in perfectly with what's going on next. She got tired of it and she had to change it. She had to be like, no, I'm now going to stop being worried about all of this yeah. and be worried about this. Yep. And that's great. That's well, she should be all along. So mm-hmm. I'm pumped. I don't want to see her being buddy-buddy with Bailey. I want to see her being a badass. Yep. And that's what last night was. I mean, those chair shots were vicious. They were brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And, this, and you're right. And this is, why I, this is why I fell in love with her to begin with. Yes. In NXT was her, like you said, her being the heel. This is where she naturally belongs. And you hear rumors about Sasha backstage from other people that Sasha can be quite brutal when she wants to be about her opinions on things. So be it. This is who she naturally is. Let her naturally be the bre- the best 
are always naturally this. The Rock was a great heel. You know why? Because Dwayne Johnson at times can be quite brutal in his feelings about certain situations and not restrict his mouth about it. And that's what you love about it. So it works. And then eventually you respect that because that's someone's truth. Yep. You know how you get over in the WWE or any professional wrestling is if you radiate truth in what you're doing. She is a better heel than a face. It's more believable. Uh, and you can tell that Sasha has that gear in her. And that's where she exists. So I'm looking forward. This is going to be an awesome awesome program because both of them know social media really really well and that's going to be fun to see them battle on social media and on the mic and in the ring as well so yep. we're going to get it all and i don't think her merch is going to suffer at all sasha's one of the best when it comes to social media yes. and she's been kind of quiet but she's she, she's one of the best when it comes to social media she, she doesn't play that like game. crazy oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah and she i thought it was funny they put the shirt out and it was purple themed and i was like you guys couldn't have talked that she yeah. was going to have a new color. Yeah, yeah, you would yeah. think the shirt would have been blue font instead yeah. of purple. It would be like her new blue shirt. Yeah. Come on, WWE. And I want another design. I don't like it. No, the, it was like, new. The Black Panther design, I don't like that design. Is that the what that was the supposed flames, to be? The two Black Panthers are on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what that was supposed to be? The new one they put out <laughs> last night? Yeah, she tweeted about it. Hold look, on. Look at I didn't notice that it was a panther. Yeah, two Black Panthers. She says it in the post for it. I, didn't, I thought it was just like, kind of like, hold on. I'm just thought it was at, just design. Yeah, I thought it was a cool design. Mm. If she had not been alone, she would never have seen the panther or felt yeah. the hope it spread into the world. Yeah. See on the sides there? There's two panthers in there. Oh, that is yeah. two panthers. Two panthers Whoa. In the flames. Yeah. I just I like, noticed like the cool, like Japanese looking flames, I thought. Yeah. I like her embracing the idea of, a, of the Black Panther. That's great because that's not only Marvel. So I like the idea she can embrace that and what that implies and what that means. Mm -hmm. Solo, doing your own thing, being a badass, sometimes being seen as a heel, sometimes being seen as a face, but always staying true to you, who you are. And so that I'm excited about. Yes. Um, well, yeah. she, you know, she's similar, you know, Sasha Banks is a wrestling fan. Yes, she is. And Sasha Banks, similar to Bray Wyatt, you know, Bray Wyatt, as we discussed earlier here, mm -hmm. he is... When it comes to character building, he's phenomenal at yep. it. And I think that if that Sasha Banks, um, she is very good at um, not only knowing her character, but like little Easter egg type things where yep. it's like, if you know me and you follow me hardcore, like you're going to know these little things I did. Um, she's really, really good at like those kinds of things too. So um, I feel like retooled, refreshed Sasha Banks could be really good in WWE Absolutely. Now. And the only thing I'll say is this before we move topics, before yeah. we move on, we, I know we gotta, we gotta get out of here soon. Yeah, we do. Is that when Sasha Banks wins the title this time, keep that damn title on yeah. her for after a few defenses because that is one of the things that has been the problem is they yep. give the title to her and then they have her lose it right away. Yep. Give her a real title reign where she defends the title a bunch of people. As someone who's won titles and lost them every single time right afterwards, I understand that frustration because it's that last mountain to climb that lets people finally think you're actually good at what you do. She's got to, uh, or great at what you do rather, not good, great at what you do. She's got to defend that thing for like six months or something yes. like that against a frustrated Becky. And what does that do to yes. Becky Lynch who can't get over that hump? That's against? what I was saying. She needs to yeah. be the thing that Becky can't get yeah. past yep. for the yep. next six months. Months. Yeah, you couldn't do it with Charlotte because Charlotte, you had her beat Charlotte all the time. And also now, the fans are, will be angry. Yes. Oh, Charlotte, you can't let her beat Charlotte. They're not going to complain about Sasha Banks in that room. They're not. They're not. And, and for all these people, come, oh, she quit. She blah, blah, blah. 
this is what happens. Sometimes you know your value, you fight for your value, you take the hit, and thankfully your employer knows your value too, and things work out so that you can come back in a more badass way, and I loved it. It's called betting on yourself. Yep, yep. It's not, it's, some people do it, some people don't. The jealous ones don't like it when other people do. Because they won't ever do it. Because they won't ever do it, yeah. Uh, the Viking Raiders come out. Who gives a shit? Boring, I'll whatever. be with you on this one. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I, they need something now. Yeah. They're, they're too many squash matches. Yeah, agree. Give uh, them a story. Give them a story. Yeah. Even exactly. something, something backstage. Yeah. Them approaching Street Profits. Something. Have them fight the Revival for, for F's sake. That would be a fun match. Uh, Nikki and Alexa, they took on the Kabuki Warriors without Paige. Uh, Paige having another neck surgery. We send our thoughts, and uh, hopefully everything works out for you, Paige. Um, and uh, this was a good match. Fantastic match. Right? I, I really this enjoyed match. it. I, was, I, I, you know, I, I knew they were going to lose. But uh, I thought it was believable the way they lost, and there was enough brutality on both sides. That Sasha double, I mean, the uh, Alexa double kick is a scary, brutal thing yeah. in the back, you know? Almost like those buckle bombs. They scare the hell out of me when someone takes them. So uh, there was a lot of brutal moves in this match I thought were great. I felt like, This you is going to be a fun rivalry if they, if they push it down the road. Yeah, I... I hadn't fully been sold on Alexa and Nikki as a team yet, and this kind of helped get me over the hump. Mm -hmm. I thought they did a really good job as a team together. They flowed well together. Yep. They worked well as a team. Uh, it didn't seem like he was waiting for one of them to turn on the other at this point, which it'll happen eventually, yeah. but um, I, I, I thought they did a good job of that. I also felt like the Kabuki Warriors did a really good job of showing everyone that they deserve to be on TV every Hell week. Hell yeah. I Hell think yeah. That, you know, there was a point on commentary where Graves kept driving this point of like this isn't the Oscar we've seen you know that we used this dominant Oscar and then Renee said what we were probably everyone watching was thinking of going well she also hasn't had any opportunities lately like yeah. she's never been put on she's never put in a match or on TV or anything um if anything they put her in a team that then sandbagged how much she was being used exactly it almost like cornered her even more than she had been cornered yep um so I thought they did a really good job of showing them that like not only individually, individually are they awesome, but separately they're awesome too because they were both doing really cool things. They were having these cool tag team moves, but then they were also getting in their regular moves. The yep. Kabuki Warriors, I thought, did a fabulous, fabulous job of maximizing every moment they were on screen last yeah. night to yeah. show, hey, we deserve this main event. You can't just not use us and then throw us in the main event or exactly. like a second main event. Yeah, but. yeah. I agree, I agree. They're expensive. So we look forward to seeing what happens down the road with both of these Absolutely. teams if they're going to go at it and create a program. All right, our last I match. I miss Oscar. Yeah, of course. I miss her. Yeah, you forget that. I mean, if anybody give Becky a run for her money, it's freaking Oscar. So, so when I was watching it, yeah. Yeah, no, when I was watching I was thinking yeah. that too. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was just going like, why? why? I mean, like, I don't mind the Kabuki Wars. I like them, but you just go yeah. like, Asuka, now, now I'm with everyone. Asuka's yeah. being wasted. Yeah, you should. could be doing more with Asuka. Asuka could totally take that title off of Bailey, for God's sakes. Uh, all right, AJ and Rollins is our match, uh, final match of the night. This was basically a, it was a good match, and then Gallows and Anderson, uh, you know, kind of got involved. They were gonna, they got thrown out, uh, sent back. They didn't go to the back. They come back in, beat the crap out of uh, uh, Rollins for a little bit with AJ. Uh, and then, they, of course, they ring the bell. Uh, then Ricochet comes out, tries to save them. Ricochet starts getting beat up. And then Strowman comes out and clears the damn ring. Uh, what do we think about this? Well, first of all, Strowman's finishing move looked way cooler when he added that, like, spin yeah, to the, the power spin slam. Like, he did, like, a full 360 in the air. looked like an actual finishing move. Yep. Um, yeah, the match was definitely just a vehicle yeah. to get to th this ending stuff. Yeah. To me, I got the vibe that we're that going out of this. I guess we're going to have, do you think Braun versus AJ? 
Or Ricochet yeah, versus well, AJ still. AJ said on Twitter about how about Braun. Like, if you think you can come get this, blah, blah, blah. So it's, I think, I saw that. So it seems like that may be Braun and AJ is what they're laying, lay, yeah, lining up. And then who's Seth going to be? I, I think that's still Lesnar. I think he's going to come you back. You think it's yeah. still Lesnar yeah. for Clash yeah. Champions? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's there. Uh, and I also think this is possibly laying the groundwork for a Survivor Series between the OC crew and uh, Seth and his Seth team. And his Me crew. too. Yeah, that's November, right? Yeah, November. Yeah. That's coming up. So yeah. it's, you know, we're that's, not that far away. I got that vibe too. Yeah. But we still have a few months. We're still, we're not even at the end of August yet. Yeah. But it's definitely laying the groundwork. It mm-hmm. felt like mm-hmm. that for sure. Down the road. Yeah, um, yeah. It wasn't a bad ending. I, I no, liked. No. It. I felt like with Braun, you know, we he's kind of been. Pushed back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fans I, went nuts for him. The fans did. It felt like they were like, yes, we've been waiting for Braun. Yeah. So um, I think it was that was good. I really like. I thought it was going to be The Fiend. I thought for sure the match was going to end with oh, The Fiend making an appearance. Maybe. But too early for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree it's too early for that. I think they should they get The Fiend over with other stuff the next few months. Mm-hmm. And then, honestly, I'd have The Fiend win the title at WrestleMania after seeing how cool that entrance was. Ooh. I mean, okay. The Fiend as champion sounds crazy. Do you think The Fiend can go face? No. Okay. No. Well, I want to see Bray Wyatt wrestling as a face as when he's Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Like, I really think that they need to keep The Fiend as, like, a pay-per-view thing. Right. For their big events. Okay. And that he can wrestle on Raw. Right. As the red, sweatered, firefly fun. And they just, he comes out with the we're offering, uh, yeah. offering, and he comes out and just like happy waving you know and like he's just a crazy person like that and wrestles yeah. like that and like he wrestles much a much nicer style or something yeah. like that yeah. i feel like it, it'd be a fun thing i agree and Agreed. then you have your three faces of foley of this generation oh yeah that's a great point yeah then there's dude love needs to show up that, well that's what i'm saying this is his dude love well, who's this cactus jack the fiend well who's this mankind bray wyatt oh interesting okay all right, all right. <laughs> uh, I'm going along with you. By the way, one last thing I want to say, and uh, maybe I, I maybe this has been happening for quite some time. I really enjoyed the way they're presenting the graphics uh, at these pay-per-views with those logos. Kind of, you're panning past them, yeah, and they're in the air. I love when they do that. Genius. It looks really cool. It looks awesome. They're all obsessed with VR in here, and I can't get them to show like because I want to look at it in three R VR. Yeah, three R. Oh, you mean the raw? No, the pay-per-view. Oh, the pay-per-view. That's why it's right. like that. You can watch the show in VR. Yes. So during the entrances, it looks like they're all like in your face, like, yeah. like that. Those things are all in your face, and then you can be like, it's like you're sitting ringside. Yeah. I have a two hundred dollar credit at Best Buy. I'm this close to getting that Oculus and trying. We'll try it. Try. We should try it here first. Yeah, we should. They, uh, Jack offered uh, to watch SummerSlam. Apparently, you can watch it on the Oculus now. When, who did he offer that to? Me uh, the other day when I was in the office. You weren't around. You weren't around. You know, you got a lot of stuff I'm on going Slack. on. You are on Slack. There's some technology. Slack attack. When I asked the tech guys here about that, they said, no, we don't have the opportunity. We don't have the availability to do that. Get away from my desk. We'll figure it out. All right, we'll figure it out. All right, everybody, thanks so much for watching this. Uh, Takeover SummerSlam Raw recap on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I don't know if Ryan's going to release this a whole video or cut it up. But no, way, way, I'm just going to put the whole thank video. Thank you so much for watching. Um, Ryan, tell them they can read, watch, and listen to everything we do. ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the stories that I post in, on the website. <laughs> ProWrestlingSheet.com at WrestlingSheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash WrestlingSheet. That's where you can find all the videos that we publish. Raw SmackDown recaps, Wrestling Sheet Radio interviews as well. Go check it out. Subscribe. 
like the videos, comment. I read them. Uh, I reply back to some of them. So uh, keep doing that. I appreciate it very much. Uh, I think that's oh, Wrestling Sheet Radio on all the podcast platforms. Yeah, there you go. Uh, follow him at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Rogue Says. And let us know what you thought about Raw and Smack. Oh, Raw, actually, and uh, uh, SummerSlam and uh, TakeOver as well. A lot of great matches. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. We'll be back tomorrow with a SmackDown Live recap. We'll see what the fallout from SummerSlam is there. All right, talk to you soon. Take care. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. ProWrestlingSheet.com This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 